Hello, and welcome back to the Rat's Nest Podcast. I realized I messed up a little bit. I'd like to apologize to the patrons. I completely forgot to shout everybody out last episode. So shout out to Gray Series, David Johnson, and Patrick O'Brien for supporting this show. I also messed up on the poll that was supposed to be for this week's episode. I realized I just redid a poll for 73 with different options. And so that was mislabeled on the Patreon. So that was probably confusing and probably why no one voted in the poll. So I fixed it. Uh, I made it for episode 77 now. I'll do whatever for this episode. Next episode is going to be the patch performance episode where I break down my performance patch for this weekend's show. Also, I have a show coming up this weekend. If you are in the Baltimore area, Friday, December 17th, you should come on out to Reverb around 8 or 9 p.m. We'll be playing with Audible Void, Death Guard Oliver, and Witching Hours Only. It's going to be a cool show. So come on out if you're in the area. And if you're not in the area, you will hear all about my performance patch next week. So without further ado, let's listen to what today's patch is going to sound like. Obviously, you heard the you just heard the patch. I have no idea what I want to do. I was hoping people had voted in the poll, and then I realized I screwed it up. Now I've got to figure something out. Honestly, I'm probably just gonna keep messing with these Sony current modules. They're a lot of fun. Let's maybe try and make some distorted like beat stuff today, maybe. Try that.
so what I've got right now is just the Basimilus Eteritas and the Schlab SVF going into the Schlab Vinacrystal VCA, getting mixed and going into one channel of the MT2D triode distortion. The Pico R&D is clocking everything and it's clocking the numeric repetitor, I should say, and the numeric repetitor is providing our triggers and I'm getting an envelope for the filter, both the amplitude and the frequency from the Rampage. So just molting that to the VCA as well as the filter cutoff and then kind of dialing that in to get our kick sound. So now what you'll notice, I've got the feedback turned all the way up on the triode distortion. So let's only listen to the uh, distorted output. So the feedback all the way up, this is what it sounds like, but as I turn the feedback down, you can really hear... It becomes much more like the dry signal. So this is, this is the overdriven signal. And this is the regular signal. I like a little bit of feedback there, but not too much. It gets a little too crunchy. But like halfway maybe just adds like some nice crunch and I've got the mix kind of in the middle one thing Graham suggested is playing with the bias ooh that's cool but also maybe sending an envelope to the bias as well. So that's with the bias all the way down. So we send an envelope to kind of open that up. You know, in time or in sequence, we'll get a, we'll get a cool sound. Let me try using the sine wave output from the Pico R&D for that. That's going kind of fast. Because that clock rate is like what's clocking the numeric repetitor, so that's a lot faster. Let's maybe try sending an envelope from the rampage and have another output of the numeric repetitor trigger that. Let's hear how that sounds. So that's without me going into the bias, by the way. That's without any CV to the bias. And that's with the sine wave from the Pico R&D going in. I'm actually going to keep it like that. I like that. Thickens it up. And it happens every single note, no matter what, because it, it, it's just, you know, the sine wave at the clock rate. So I think that's probably what we want.
I'm going to molt the product one output that I'm using to trigger the stimulus and use that to trigger the entropy sample and hold. And I will use that sample and hold to modulate the decay on the stimulus. Probably going to attenuate it first through the vinicursal VCA. what I'm going to do now is maybe take the product two output, use that to maybe the product three, and I'll use that to trigger the sampling modulator. And I'll use the stepped output from that to modulate the prime. So we'll have the numeric repetitor kind of modulating itself a little bit so we get varied rhythms. And I'll just take some noise from the Pico R&D to go into the input of the sampling modulator. And then I will just take the, I'll take the product three output. Go into the clock input of the sampling modulator. So I've just got all the steps active. So whenever it hits, that product three will get a held voltage out of the sampling modulator and I'll use that to modulate the prime. some interesting generative rhythmic stuff going on. Let's let's add a synth voice to this. Let's add a, a pitched melodic element. And I'll, uh, I'll use the Cursus Ateritas for that. Take that, I will go into one of the inputs on the quad AI synthesis, quad VCA mixer. And then I'll take that out 
probably to the mimeophone. And I will get an envelope going from probably Maths. output from the Pico R&D to trigger the envelope. sync the mimeophone. molting that random pulse output to the ornament and crime and I'm just going to use an internal Turing machine quantized to pentatonic minor. from the diode chaos to modulate the structure of the Cursus Ceteritas. using the product to output instead of the random pulse out of the Pico R&D. 
think I will use the regular clock malted into the ornament and crime and the clock dividing function to get a slower, you know, slower sequence from the black wavetable VCO. And then I'll probably send that through the Dismodus Versio using another channel of the AI synthesis quad VCA mixer. to mix the sub and regular out using one of the crossfaders on the MC3A.
so I turned down the size on the Dismodus a little bit. We were just kind of getting drone when I was trying to get individual notes. Um, it's a little quiet, I feel like. I might, might try to distort it and then maybe filter it with the other channel of the dual tri of distortion. So let's hear how that sounds.
So I've got an envelope from Mads, also controlling the filter cutoff on the angle grinder. I was trying to go through the Pico BBD and maybe do some like flanging stuff, but I don't think that's necessary. Kind of muddied it up. I've got the drive and the mix cranked on the MT2D. I've got the feedback kind of in the middle. I've got the bias cranked all the way up as well. Maybe want some bit crush on there. Let's bit crush it after the filter.
just modifying some things on the cursus, switched up the algorithm, turned down the width, and turned up the center a little bit. I've also added some modulation from the DIY Swamp. I'm using the smooth output to modulate the bit crush, and then I'm using the stepped output to go through a maths attenuverter and modulate our fall time of our envelope for the cursus so we get a little bit more of a varied envelope on the cursus of Teratos. I think that's going to be it for today's patch. Nice little chill jam with the numeric repetitor. Used the MT2D a little bit more than I'd use the MC3A, but I used both. And uh, yeah, maybe not as focused on the Sono current modules this week. Yeah, just had fun patching a little beat. Shout out again to my patrons, David Johnson, Gray Series, and Patrick O'Brien for supporting this show. Check out the Patreon if you'd like to be, you know, have your name said on the show. If you'd like bonus episodes or you'd like to vote in the polls I hold, then head on over to patreon.com slash nullfyinfinity. I also think I might start doing some, like, detailed patch notes or something and put them up for people who support on the Patreon, you know, minimum $1. I won't make that super expensive or anything. That'll come with the shout out, basically. 
is how I'm thinking of doing it. Let me know if you're interested in that or you think I should just make it available. I know I do publish the modules that I've used in each patch in the show description, but not every single, you know, patch point. I think I'll be able to do it on modular grid and just, you know, make a patch and screenshot it or something with a virtual version of my rack so you can see what the patch looks like. I think that's the way that I'm going to do it. So yeah, and then come on out to Reverb this Friday if you're in Baltimore. And with that, I will see you next week. Come back for more patching.